Rihanna, turn my snare up. No, do not. Don't do nothing to the I'm ready. No, from the HR. I get so mad of how great this song <laughs> Oh, man, you might have to have that conversation with that individual <laughs> to get him to do it live. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Sir Wilkins of the Jabba Tears Podcast. Oh, okay. So, we switching it up today. Oh. It's going to be a two- Man game tonight. <laughs> Mr. Black is not here. He's feeling under the weather. He couldn't make it. But he should be on Facebook Live. Checking um, the things guys. out. And, uh, you know, it's going to be me and Janelle from the HR. <laughs> but you know what? We're going to start it off differently tonight. Oh, Usually we talk it. We talk. But I you know what? I like to talk. You know what? Let's start it off differently. Because we here. Yeah, I think they, they, they didn't want to fuck with us. What? <laughs> Why? I'm talking shit this whole entire podcast. Why are you so aggressive. This whole entire podcast. So aggressive. Yeah, we here. Jesus. We gonna be in North Carolina next week. We are. Shout out to everyone. Yo, Winston Salem. Do y'all hear me? North Carolina, we in next week for Russell Cade. Back on my bullshit. We back on this bullshit. Back on my bullshit. Brianna's getting angry right now because I'm yelling into this mic. Yeah, bullshit. Do it one time, they gonna think it's luck. They don't think it's luck. Repeat. They gonna still doubt. They gonna even doubting us for a while. Gotta flood the streets today. We flooded the streets with job tears. Welcome to the network, motherfuckers. All these bad bitches that we keep round. Pockets gotta be deep now. Deep. Oh. We here. Ladies and gentlemen, we here. Oh. Big bucks, little bitch. Paid in full, little ace, little. We here. Whose song is you still like answering my question? Don't worry about it. Fab is here, and the Jabba Tears podcast is live right now on Facebook. Put it up, Brianna. No, put the ox no, up, Brianna. No, I think Brianna's back. Yeah, don't do me a song. Put it up. No, no. Put it up, please. No. Oh, yes. Y'all feel me? God. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. We back. We're here on a Wednesday. I know you're watching AEW. You're watching your NXT, but we back. When this drops, it's going to be on Thursday. Good morning, motherfucker. Welcome to the Java Tears Network. Wow. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Jobber Nation, welcome to a very smooth intro over here by Sir Wilkins of the Jobber TS Podcast. As he did mention, I am Janelle from HR, along with, of course, no other than Sir Wilkins. Um, as we did mention, Mr. Black will not be joining us tonight physically, but he is always around causing mischief around the neighborhood. So he should be on Facebook Live interacting with those that are watching live on the live feed. So we do appreciate everyone that's tuning in. If you are also tuning in to AEW and NXT and the Job and Taste podcast, we appreciate all the love and support. Uh, please tell a friend to tell a friend we are not going to be on Instagram Live tonight. Um, so to tune in to our Facebook Live session to catch all the, the ones and do's and all the information we're about to pull up for tonight's episode. Um, I do want to give a quick thanks once again to Joe um, from Warriors of Wrestling for coming on last week and, and getting the the one-two punch <laughs> and the lessons of the culture. 
he learned a very hopefully has learned a very valuable lesson um but i do want to thank him personally for coming on you know once again coming uh, i feel like coming on here is not always the easiest thing um but you know he he was as honest as honest can be and you know I, we went to the warriors show so once again shout outs to prolific um big swole and tasha steels for participating in our sponsored match um the jabba tears um sponsored match presented by us um you can catch that match on warriors of wrestling's youtube page it is one of their free matches that um we will post on our facebook group if joe hasn't beat me to the punch already um so you can watch an amazing match everyone had a good time it was a good thing to see you know once again black excellence in the ring and good thing to you know catch up with big swole once again who's my sister in wrestling. Uh, I gotta play this after we had Joe last week. Man, I just gotta play this, man. Let's play this out real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's actually my favorite part. Like, he harmonized black. Like, he does that. <laughs> he harmonized the shit out of that. Like, hilarious. So, once again, thanks to Joe and everyone at Warriors of Wrestling. Um, also, to. Um, I want to thank my wrestling sisters, um, Tati representing Cats and Dogs, um, Jenna representing the Mixed Tag Show, and of course, Miss Chrissy Love representing True Hill Heat. We recorded our Big Four. Our last Big Four 2019 it was is in the history books as probably one of the best episodes of the Big Four. Uh, we saw some shades of characters we have never seen live and in color. Um, so it was a good time to chat and talk. <laughs> Shout out to the big four, bunch of black queens. Queen I like that they're coming out with a second one. His highness so like I feel like I'm in karaoke mode because I almost busted out into the song. She's your queen <laughs> to be. Thank I told you. you I have a song for everything. Song for he actually that is legit. That is not a lie. Um, so once again, shout out to my sisters in wrestling for our big four episode. You can find that on the Jabba Tears Network YouTube page on demand, um, on SoundCloud and Spotify and iTunes and all that jazz. Um, and then uh, once again, shout outs to Nate and the team Twenty by Twenty Podcast. Myself and Sir Wilkins will be um, recording with them for the very first time to talk about Survivor Series this Friday. Um, I'm super excited. It's an episode Nate and I have been talking about for months and months and months. And I said, Nate, just give me a date. And I'm there. And once again, the date is now come and it will be this Friday. So catch us on their podcast. You know, once again, support those that support you. Um, last but not least, we do have we are in Survivor Series weekend. It's one of my it's it's my favorite big four. What's your favorite big four? Um, my favorite big four real talk is WrestleMania. Okay. I love the um, the pageantry for WrestleMania. Gotcha. So, yeah, mine's the Survivor Series. As always, I tell that story of how that was my first WWE live pay-per-view. Um, so it always holds near and dear to me. Um, so we are jam-packed this weekend back at Legends. Um, Shout-out to everyone that came out once again for our, our um, AEW viewing party at Playwright. But this time, this weekend, we will be at Legends Bar. Um, Saturday night, the boys. I will not be here because I will actually be in Chicago at War Games. So if you are in the Chicago area, 
um, and you've been a loyal and an honest member of the Jobber Nation and you see me at Allstate, please come say hi. Um, but the boys will be representing Jabba Tears live at Legends Bar for NXT War Games. And then I will be rejoining the team Sunday night for Survivor Series. We will have our big um, viewing party along with the birthday party of Sir Wilkins. Sign up for 32 Chops will be going on during pre-show. So make sure to come early to sign up where you can get a chance to chop this good old, old chest here of Sir Wilkins as he is turning 32 next week. Um, we are going to be giving away, um, some prizes and some raffles. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, but once again, come out, have a good time, talk some wrestling shit. Um, we're gonna, you know, celebrate us going into 2020. We have a lot of big things that we're working on, um, for 2020. Once again, cannot reveal some of those things, but, um, make sure you're at Battle Club's, um, First show of 2020, January 4th, to hear our big announcement. And then also, too, um, I have an announcement of my own um, that I probably will do um, in the next few weeks um, pertaining to um, BCW's Queen in the North 2 show. Um, so stay tuned for that. But once again, we're rolling with 2020 into full speed ahead. Um, what do you got going on over there? Are you over there? Well, I'm talking to um my brother, oh. so I'm just taking care of that. I apo- okay. I apologize those who are watching. I am paying attention. She's doing her the, the church announcements. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, actually what it is. So every, um, every, every so show. do I have any church announcements? Oh, shout out to Culture Three Sixteen for having me you on the show with show um with Dre we, with our partner Dre. You know what's crazy? I low key want to say he's like the GM of Jabba Tears, but then I feel like that's a rip off of another podcast and what they did. So I don't want to call him that. But we're going to figure out a title for him because he's definitely been a strong a part very of strong, team. A very strong part. Um, um, if you so, guys don't follow Dre already, his, it's underscore Bask in, Bask in Glory? Or Bask, Bask in My Glory. Bask in My Glory. Because he's out here thinking he's Keith Lee, but he is not, in my opinion. Um, but Dre's definitely been, you know, very, very supportive of the Jabba Tears podcast, um, as well as Matt. And also, um, of course, Tati, Lawrence, um, Ronaldo, um, Izzy, everybody, you know, that has been supporting us. Uh, we do greatly appreciate it. Um, but we, once again, have some major things in the works for 2020. Um, so, you know, I just always want to say, like, if you guys have anything, any other podcast got got things going on, please let us know. Um, and we'll definitely do our best to support. I'm sorry, guys. I'm... Um, what else is going on before we start? Um, yo, do you have Disney Plus? Disney Plus is absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Disney Plus is the greatest thing that's ever invented. Um, six ninety nine. I'm gonna give a cheap plug for, for Disney Plus. I have been watching X Men, <laughs> Gargoyles, for the past couple of days. I definitely. This got is it. strictly nostalgia right now. Absolutely. And I, I, I haven't dug deep into it. I know that new Star Wars. If you like Star Wars, that new Star Wars series that they have on Disney Plus is considered amazing. Um, shout out to Nick. Nick be be um holding it down, Yo, giving shout out solid, to Nick solid, solid reviews. He told Mr. Black, who Mr. Black then told me, um, that you could do the bundle shit where you could you if you already have Hulu, you could get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus all together and pay only like twelve dollars a month. So I have that Hulu shit already is from clutch. Sprint. So I don't know if you can combine it. I, I don't think I can combine it, but I know I did 
I did mine. So that was how I was able to do the Disney Plus. Because at first I was like, eh, you know, I just want to see DuckTales. So someone can just slide me their login. And I was almost tempted to do the seven-day free trial. But then when I heard about the bundle pack and I was like, oh, you know, I watch sports. It's football season. You know, I definitely think I would want, you know, to have ESPN just on the fly just to watch a game or two. And then I already paying for fucking Hulu. So I might as well. Um do all three but i was why but there's like a bunch of i like documentaries so there was a whole bunch of like documentaries from that geo side because they're on they're under disney um but then also to the the idea of i can watch lion king from 1994 the original whenever the fuck i feel like that is clutch so it, yo disney like owns the world like low key but like i've been saying i really just need nickelodeon to step the fuck up and put on um, all the old school TV shows we grew up on, like Wild and Crazy Kids, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Um, you know, they got these remakes of like Are You Afraid of Dark? But I need like the old, old shit. So I need Nickelodeon. I think they were in talks on Netflix um, to putting some shows on Netflix. But definitely I would want some old school shit like like Double Dare, like some old shit. Like, so if, if we're going for nostalgia, I definitely want um, Nickelodeon to, to pick it up, pick up your game because... Disney out here killing it. Bitches out here living, reliving the, that's so raven and all the type of shit. So definitely worth um, a try Nickelodeon. That's my cheap love for Nickelodeon. Um, what else? How was, um, shout out to HOG. We're going to get started in a minute. Um, shout out to HOG. Um, they had their um, No Limit show um, this past Saturday as well in honor of Matt Travis. Um, since you were there. Um, that shit was, was not emotional. Like yeah, that. that's not I something know. I don't want to, I don't want to even like, Talk about. I, I know, but I mean, just in terms of the matches or just it, things it, like that. The show was good. The show was good, but it was heavy. Yeah, throughout the night, and Matt had a real like um, impact in the wrestling community, mm-hmm. and you can tell by by last night. I went to his wake yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday meaning Tuesday, and once again, you saw a ton of people within the wrestling community there. Um, he was heavy in the dance community. Yeah. And, uh, I did hear about that. So you Shout saw people. To Tom. Yeah, Tom, Tom told a really a dope story about yeah, it. Yeah, Tom wrote. Tom, um, who is co-owner of IWW, um, wrote a really really cool piece today. Um, in YouTube and, and SoundCloud days would be Wednesday, but um, he wrote a post about how he was promoting his show. Which once again, if you are in the New York City area during Thanksgiving weekend, um, support IWW's Cheat Code um, show that's happening Saturday, um, November the what's that twenty twenty eighth. Yeah, 28th. No, 29th. No, I'm lying. 30th. Because December 1st is Sunday. <laughs> Saturday, November 30th um, in Queens. But he said he was out um, promoting on the train because, once again, grassroots shit is real. Um, and he um, saw some guys. Like, if you live in New York, you know the Showtime guys. So if you hear Showtime on the train, you already know niggas is about to be dancing. So... He had gave one of the guys that was dancing on the chain the fly to the show. And then the guy had told him, like, yo, you know, I just lost, you know, a friend of mine. You know, he was a wrestler. And come to find out, they both were talking about Matt. So I think it's, you know, one, it's such a, I always say wrestling just brings everyone together. But it legit brings different walks of life and people together that you don't even think of. Um, 
So I think it's really dope. And once again, I do think honoring Matt, you know, every single person that he's touched, um, you know, keep keep his legacy going. Don't don't think that just because he's not here physically that he's not here spiritually. And I hope I don't mean to start the show off with a, like a somber note, but I just think those are things that are real to us. You know, we are living in those times and it affects all of us, you know, as a wrestling community here in New York and in the tri-state area. So let's start the show. We have our opening segment behind Gorilla's position where our OMG moment of this week. week. So we're going to start it off right. Wait, are you going to play the song? First of all, <laughs> I'm so bad at that. How you going to play that song? You're looking at the real deal now. Because motherfuckers don't know about us black folks, man. I definitely don't think so that. So we got to start it off right. So we got to start it off because motherfuckers don't know who we are. We own these streets, niggas. Oh, I said nigga. <laughs> we gotta, right. we gotta talk about something. After we, after we had a whole episode of telling the nigga not to say nigga. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> like I was like, uh, we just definitely, you definitely scolded a person for saying it. We just gonna keep going full force, but it's okay. Um, our OMG moment this week is into the fire, literally. So yesterday, um. I was watching um, NWA. If you don't know, NWA has been doing weekly shows on YouTube, on their YouTube channel on Tuesday nights. Um, so on last night's episode of NWA Power, um, Jen Cornette made some real offensive marks that ended up getting, you know, to come early episode. to sign up. Oh, we can get I it. hear myself. <laughs> um, where he said some um, offensive remarks that ended up having them pull the episode, I guess, after, like, I guess it aired. Mm-hmm. So I guess in between, like, 9 or 10 o'clock, because I watched the episode. I watched it. It was, like, after um, backstage. So it was after midnight. So the episode was already edited without, you know, what he said. So I was I was saying here, like, what the fuck did he say? Like, I don't even know what y'all talking about. Um, but <laughs> apparently, here we go, Jim. So during the broadcast, Cornette said Trevor Murdoch, who I adore on NWA, by the way, because, you know, he definitely is. A, he's an oldie, but he's a goodie. Hey, girl. Shout out to those wrestling girls recording with us. They're on the other side of the mountain, but they're always here. they family. What? You want to come in? Come on. How are you? <laughs> no, just no, saying hello. Up? You want to say something to the mic? Okay. Yeah, come. Come get your cheap plug on, girl. Come sit. Hey, y'all. What's up? Thank you for having me. <laughs> I if y'all wasn't recorded, I would just say, just come on over. Oh, we're done now. Oh, well, then shit. You want to stay? I'll get pee if you want me to. Yeah, come on. Can we get another mic? Why not? All right, let me, let me go get her. Okay. Impromptu, we're going to have those wrestling girls live with us um, on the Java Tears podcast show. Because um, Chris legit came in and said, hey, and we were just like, um, you want to just come do the show with us, girl? Come on. We got, we got a seat. Um, they're both coming out? Um, they, they both can't. It doesn't matter to yeah. me. So, hold on. Let me continue talking. Um, well, I can't talk to myself. Um, but um, as I was saying, Jim Cornette had said, and I quote, Trevor Murdoch is the only person who can strap a, a bucket of fried chicken to his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Trevor, yo, it actually is like funny as hell. Like it's it's inappropriate, but it's like comical. I guess the way I said it, because I was just like a whole bucket of chicken. Like what the fuck? Like what was you thinking? Um, well, he said ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Like I just want to know what was going through his brain. Like there's so many 
I mean, there's so many countries in Africa. It's like you chose Ethiopia. That's crazy. Oh, we got a bottle of wine. It's red though. I don't drink. Oh no, it's white. No, no, it's red. I don't drink red wine unless I'm eating steak. Yeah, I'm a little bougie. I'm so sorry. Um, but we are taking some time to set up to have um those wrestling girls, um Chrissy and Miss Patty Pat, join us. How funny is that? I was like, first of all, why y'all out here drinking red wine? That's nasty as hell. Oh, is this their wine? Yeah. Okay, so actually I may try it then. Yeah, try it, girl. You can take it what up, Pat? Hi. What's going on, girl? I know. What's going on? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm all right. I, I will be. Now I'm so glad that I'm not outnumbered. In this episode, <laughs> I'm always the only girl with two guys, so I'm like, I'm so glad. So it was. I have this. My homegirls coming um for Survivor Series. Yeah. And um, she has a. She was like, Hey, I want to. I want to support. I want to come oh, by. Can you grab? Oh yeah, girl. I, like, I want. I want to come by and support the, the Survivor Series viewing party. Can you close the door, Pat? Yep. Please. Um, and she was like, I'm bringing my friend who loves wrestling. And I close it. Close it. Close it. Yeah, I can share that. And one. then um, she was like. My friend was like, um, she loves wrestling, and she was like, she wanted to talk to you about how her favorite wrestler doesn't get any good storylines. I was like, who's her favorite wrestler? She's like, Naomi. I was like, oh, she, oh. De- she definitely watches wrestling. Because oh. at first when she said her friend, um, her friends, uh, she wanted to talk to you about her favorite wrestler, I thought she was going to say like somebody like The Rock or like, you know, the typical yeah. like mainstream. When she said Naomi, I was like, she definitely she watches definitely wrestling. She definitely watches wrestling. Yeah, I'm tight because that would have been, a, this would have been the perfect weekend to have her come back low key and have her been the, the mysterious last person on team. What, she would have been on Raw? She would have been I on Raw. So. She would have been on Team Blair. Yeah, so it would, WWE missed it. That would have been mark. so cool. See? I mean, we never know. So somebody cool. can be injured. Somebody could get Yo, knocked out. You never know. Remember what you happened last time when Nikki Bella popped up? Yo, so side note, though, what would, y'all, yeah, what would y'all think if Naomi, this is just a far-fetched shit, if she ended up on Team NXT, though? Here for it. I'm here, here, here for it. Because it's, it's different. Yeah, it's something so... Oh, shit. Brianna, can you turn up um, the ladies' mics up. up a little bit, please? Can you turn up um, Pat and uh, their mics up, please? Alyssa, a little bit. Thank you. It broke. It broke. The it broke inside? Yeah. Oh, y'all fucked up. No, I have a corkscrew. I don't Wait, know do you have the, oh, wine. Get the, the wine opener? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Let's that, see if... And we let's could, see we if could save that. We're going to save this. It's right behind you. I got to try this Bella wine. It's it's good. It's, it's good. good. And I and I typically don't even like red wine. We were saying the same thing, but it's decent. It's decent. All right, but yeah, as I was saying, as I work this out, um, how different would it be if Naomi was on Team NXT though? I'm for it. Yeah, they haven't me too. announced any of the NXT um, participants for Survivor Series. No, oh, right? They have. Oh, this is not. my favorite Moscato. Oh yeah, mine too, girl. I was at an <laughs> event. <laughs> It is. Gotta, it's the blue Moscato bottle. If anyone wants to know, I never know how to say the Bentonara. name. Bentonara. There you go. Ooh, I gotta try Bartonara. that one. Girl, I could drink that like it's. Bottle. I could drink it like it's with juice. a straw, right? Yeah, right, right with a straw. I got a the whole bottle. bottle. That sounds really alcoholic. I'm sorry, but oh, Ooh, come yes, Janelle. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, it's probably gonna spill because we made a mess on the other side. But yeah, but I think Cheers. it would be the most unexpected thing for Naomi and then she won't just debut again on the main roster and get lost in a shuffle like she n- tends to do sometimes. We never know. We never this is know. this is it. And this is something I know we got to move on to the actual sh- the actual show. The actual show. <laughs> One of the biggest problems with WWE and 
Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. I love WWE. I'll always ride for WWE, but I'm an honest fan. Mm -hmm. They don't have enough people of color on their writing staff. Agreed. So a lot of times, and it's also, they don't have enough hip people on their writing staff. Because people of color, what's one thing, but you have to understand people that know, whose fingers are on the pulse of current pop culture. And that's why you see people who who have somewhat creative control their stuff goes further. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, The New Day. Mm-hmm. Um, Bray Wyatt as The Fiend. They understand what's going on yeah. and they understand what fans want and they just understand the creative process. So, sometimes you have a white dude writing for a black woman or just a Hispanic woman. They don't know what the fuck they're writing for. No. Because they don't know the experience. They, they, don't. they, they don't know. They, they don't, don't know at all or how to portray her character in a non-stereotypical way. So that's one of the biggest issues of why sometimes it um, people of color within the industry don't hit because the people behind the scenes don't look like them. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's so, absolutely true. So and then people make fun of our truth a lot and say like he's like you know whatever he's a coon whatever he's just a dancing around but that's who he is. He's legit a rapper. Before he be yeah. he came into the yeah. wrestling he was a rapper. He was in he was a dancer. He was so that's he's doing that for himself. And he's, he likes com- comedic stuff, and he's good at it. And also, too, it's just, it's who he is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people, and it goes back to kind of like even when The Rock had came out, debuted, I think it was Survivor Series. Survivor Series? Uh, my <laughs> favorite. Where he, see, my two answers, I told you. Um, we spoke about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like with The Rock, like how the first gimmick he had, he wasn't so like he wasn't sold on it. He was just like, I'm. It was is, trash. This is not me. It was yep. it, it was, was Basuda. But then he became Rocky Maivia and really grew into who he was. And he was able to showcase who he is, who Dwayne Johnson is. And I think that plays a part in, you know, any type of gimmick that you do is a part of it has to be who you are. And I think Vince even mentioned that once or, you know, once or twice, you know, during an interview or something mm-hmm. where, you know, a little bit of, you know, when you look at the um, McMahon versus Austin era and he says, like, everyone says that a part of, you know Vince being the ass is who he is, is. Who he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like it's you know it, it is what it is but once again shout outs to the ladies of the wrestling girls for joining us tonight so uh, impromptu but so impromptu yes, literally yes. she came in I she said hi, to hi. Say, hey, and now we're here hey girl you want to come do this show with us of course of course thank you for having us anytime um so as i was saying we're starting with our omg moment of this week um with Jimmy Cornette. Oh my god. And, <laughs> and and I'll read the quote again just in case you did not know. So this um yesterday on Tuesday land, he said during the broadcast, Trevor Murdoch is the only person who can strap a bucket of chicken to his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Trevor Murdoch can take care of himself. So everyone made a whole big thing. And I thought to me, I thought I Loki thought it was a little funny. I'm not even gonna hold you, but I thought it, <laughs> but I thought it was funny because it was two white dudes in the ring. So I was just sitting here like, right. like that's where we found the racist comment, that, right? Like <laughs> the the one place I'd be like, ah, that actually is not where I thought that yeah. would have been. Um, so you know, between Twitter and all social media, everyone started going crazy. Like, oh my god, Jim Cornette's racist comment. A, this ain't the first time. No, it's gonna be the last. It's not time. gonna be the last because mm-hmm. they're still uh, gonna pay him. They're still gonna book him. He's still gonna be an announcer. No, he resigned. But so t- as of today, he resigned oh. from NWA. 
uh, which I'm kind of mad about because I really like I him like, on there. I like what he stands for. Like, he's just another... He's another time, like another era, like yeah, you know? and, and I think that was the feel and the vibe NWA was kind of yeah. going for. So it kind of sucks that he's not going to be doing commentary anymore. But the question to the table is: Are we surprised at good old Jim Cornette's um, comment? And you know, does this end up hurting NWA more than anything? Um, one, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, I just did a, a quick video on our Patreon earlier about this situation. Um, I'm not surprised. Like he grew up in a different era, and sometimes when you're in that that era, even though the times change constantly and drastically, mm-hmm. you're still stuck in your ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's an older white man. He's 58. So date back, he grew up in a town where racism was very prevalent mm-hmm. and very out there and very in your face. And his comment, he probably just brushed it off. Like, he just thought he was talking to one of his yeah, friends. Like, like that's like, just what it was. I feel like the way that it came off was just like, this is some regular shit. Yeah, regular yeah. shit like he And he said. from the South, I believe. Yeah. So, it's real regular for him. Like, that's probably, he probably mm-hmm. just having this at a, a conversation at the kitchen table. Seriously. Yeah. And right. this is like the old, most old school racist <laughs> shit. Like, Ethiopia. Ethiopia? Yo, Ethiopia. I was dead ass like, <laughs> Ethiopia. Of all countries. Of all, of all, all places like, in the continent of Africa. In the continent of Mother Africa. Ethiopia. Ethiopia was your choice? Right. Like, not Nigeria, not Ghana. Not um, Lagos, Kenya. No, Kenya. You say Ethiopia. <laughs> Ethiopia. That was right. Beautiful. They got beautiful women from that country. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Having a beautiful lady from Washington, Africa, DC. period. Period. But So, so I, um, this isn't Jim Cornette's fault. This is, this is NWA's fault. Of course. The crazy thing. Yeah, it's a taped show. So that means numerous people heard this. And, that, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying because... So, I put this on Twitter. I was like, yo... Honestly, Jim Cornette is very talented. Yeah. He, talented. he has one of the greatest very minds in the, business. Absolutely. in the business. I mean, he's a little old school, obviously, because he trashes AEW every chance he gets. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Um, <laughs> he disrespected Sonny Kiss on his podcast, and he called, he'd stay talk, calling in the, the Young Bucks a bunch of bitches. Stay questioning Kenny Omega's sexuality. He does, he does be saying fucked I mean, up shit. I mean, I could. But we all know about Kenny. Kenny is questioning his He's own really self. So that's a different really conversation, ladies. It's because it's conversation, ladies. But I'm just saying. One of the things that I was like, yo, what did you guys expect hiring the dude? Mm. Now, I didn't put this on Twitter, but I, I want to say it for the podcast is, yo, how many people watch that shit? You got mad because Twitter went on an outrage. Mm-hmm. That's and, the only reason why you responded because Twitter. And yeah. Black Wrestling Twitter is an angry it's- place. First of all, the pits of they was waiting for wait. that. No, you have black Twitter who's already angry. Mm-hmm. But then when you got black Twitter mixed with black wrestling Twitter, you <laughs> can start a whole shitstorm. So I knew, because I, I put it in the group chat, because I was like, yo, this is on TMZ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's when I was That's like, oh, y'all real. really yeah. got, got some yeah. bad like, exposure. This is real but, right here. Yeah, and what sucks, and back to your question, does it hurt NWA? NWA is the oldest wrestling organization. Like, this is the top of, you know, as, as far as prestige goes. Yeah. And y'all got y'all top spokesperson, first of all, that talks way too much, saying racist shit in a tape broadcast. So if, if that would have just passed through and nobody would have noticed, they would have never, they would never made Jim Cornette resign. Definitely. They would have kept going. And I think, it, I found it interesting because even um, Nick Aldis, who is the champion for NWA, he even chimed in and was like, you know, the remarks were done in poor taste and unnecessary. And it's just like, 
but it's 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 Jim though. Like, but you and, and know the, what but time but hold on, but hold on. It's, it's not acceptable. Like no, no. The, the thing is, the thing is, <laughs> and this is and you're right. He does sound like a racist. Point blank. He looks yeah. like a racist. He sounds like a racist. He from he's from, the he's, he's from the he's racist from area. He's from a racist era. But a lot of people, they were, some people say, yo, yo, this is this era is too sensitive. Mm. People are way too sensitive. People need to get over shit. No. No. Because if you want to keep it a buck, let's go back to 1965. When people were saying the word nigga and people were like, yo, I don't want to you t- say that word anymore. Or you- when, when people were smacking people, say you, you shouldn't sit here. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, they could be, have been called too sensitive. Hey, this is how the times are. Get, get mm. used to it. No, times are changing. I get it. Don't get me wrong. There's some shit that is people get too sensitive about. We yeah. all can agree on that. Yes. Absolutely. There's, we are in a very overly PC We're in a cult. very overly Agreed. sensitive ass cancel culture ass place. Yeah. Right the cancel now. culture part of, of this of this whole thing is slowly dying out. Mm-hmm. But there's some things that doesn't die out, which right. is racism. Which is updating the culture. Mm-hmm. So updating the culture means you don't say shit like that. Yeah. No. And I mean and, and racist shit across all platforms. Asian, black, Hispanic, transgender. We're all because you know why? We're at a point in history where all of us are trying to come together to understand because we are no longer separated by distance. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have the internet now. Mm-hmm. So we're all super connected. So now we have to understand each other now because we're. I can literally talk to somebody in Southeast Asia right now and have a full-blown conversation. We have to understand each other. And when Jim comes into this, you're like, yo, I get it. He's old school. We all at the table understand it's an old school motherfucker. Yeah. But bro... Some things you gotta adjust. You could have said a bucket of fried chicken around a bunch of hungry people, and you would still have the same effect. Yeah, because it's like being for a black person, and you say something pertaining to fried chicken, pertaining to watermelon, pertaining yeah, to too. something that was so degraded to us from the beginning something of history. That has a negative connotation yes, to us. It's gonna be real sensitive. Like not to take it off the subject, but when Mary J. Blige did that, com- that Burger King commercial with the three crispy chicken strips, whatever, uh-huh. people was in an outrage and they pulled that shit because yeah. it's like you got a black person promoting fried chicken strips, like. Are y'all dumb? I mean, but you still got the lady from Popeyes on right, TV. Right, so. exactly. But it's she just like she's making money. it. But the difference is like she's making it. Like she's promoting like, okay, black entrepreneurism because I'm promoting this shit. Different from praising black fucking chicken. Like a black person praising fucking chicken. Like I've worked hard to get to this point in life. Uh-huh. Like that's how people see it. So <laughs> when you bring up something, fried chicken, watermelon, Kool-Aid, whatever the fuck, so uh, and blood Man, the way I've had Kool Aid in a minute. Yo, me neither. I was feeding for some grape. Damn, yeah, I want some red Kool Aid right, right some now. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and you can say that, Wilkins. Right, but wait, wait, Jim Cornette you can't. Know, <laughs> Janelle went real black because you know nobody ever calls the red one cherry. Red. She wants some red Kool Aid. Oh yeah, that's it's it. The I hope it's I get some when we go down to Carolina. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm like, damn, because they had put us on. They had made us try. What's this? Some cherry. What did, what did y'all say? It was cherry wine soda. It's like, it's basically cherry soda, but they call it, I think, cherry wine down in, in North Carolina. And I had never had that, never heard of it. It was like, what the fuck is this? And then we tried it when we, last time we was in Charlotte. And I was like, oh, it's basically cherry soda. Right. Okay. But got yeah, I could have just said that. But right. All right. So when you say something like that and you know black Twitter is real, but black Twitter wrestling is even more yeah. realer, See, it's going to be real sensitive. And I think that's just the the era that we're in right now because I think a lot more black wrestlers 
are really we're becoming more of a community within the wrestling community. Yep. So like like even the last few shows, like we've taken like pictures of, of just all the color folks and that's that that actually wrestled or participated in the show. And to us that that's an important piece because it's the it's the piece of the unspoken because right. it's not something that is typically done. It's not typically acknowledged. And I think now we're becoming more and more in the position, you know, when we have platforms like this or when you have wrestlers that are, you know, on whether it's WWE or, you know, NWA or, or impact or AEW or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now you guys have, we have a social responsibility yep. at this point to, to make people aware of things that are, are okay. And that are not okay. And Jimmy, that was as not much okay. as I love you, this was not okay. Like this was not it. No. And it, and I think it, it ends up. And I got that's the question yeah. I had. I think it ends up hurting NWA because I think he was such a strong piece mm-hmm. of NWA because he's one of low key one of the originals. Yeah. So right. I think it's a very it, it's a hit to them. But I, once again, I think be, the product and how it's grown, like just even just on YouTube by itself, I think they're they're in a position where now they can elevate and you know kind of bring NWA out of the old era yep. and kind of usher it into a yep. new era and, and understand different things. Sadly, but. NWA had been so fire, though. Yo, so, yo, the episode, yeah. how about the match that was going on was hot. I know, it sucks. <laughs> like, Trevor Murdoch and, and Melina the, debuted Yo, Melina came out, yeah. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? We just grabbing people <laughs> yeah. out the ass. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I've been, and I, we, for weeks, I've been telling people, like, yo, NWA is my shit right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't really, I ain't really watching nothing else on Tuesdays but that. So, and, and I still I ain't am. I like, with Impact. Yo, Impact's Impact, been good. Impact's been yo, good. Impact on the, yo, because we went to, I went to the live taping, yeah. was it two weeks ago or something? Nice. And I was just like, yo, Impact be on some next level shit sometimes. I feel like it's a hit or miss most of the time. But. It's, it, it's a hit or miss, but um, I don't know. It's like, you don't expect too much out of it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, when I, like, every time I watch it, I'm just watching it. Yeah. And my standard, and sadly, my standard of excellence is, I don't have high standards for it. So I'm just watching. I'm just like, I'm enjoying for what it is. Yep. And I think sometimes it's good to have that as a wrestling fan. Like, enjoy it for what it is because we don't enjoy anything. Exactly. Like, for me, with Impact, I really couldn't get to it because I felt like Impact was the place where all the has-beens and the washed-ups went. Like, when Jeff Hardy got drunk. And then and and Yo, he went to Impact. Let's talk about how like, X Pac main evented one Impact right. pay per view. I randomly last night, like, no bullshit. Last night I had came across this like one night only mm-hmm. pay per view that Impact that uh, TNA did, um, and it was it was years ago, and it was one night only where the matches were being made as the night was progressing. Like, you didn't know who you were tagging with. Mm. You didn't know who you were wrestling. Like, they had fucking Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels tag team with each other. It was Mm. the most random but perfect storm I've ever seen. Up until the goddamn main event when it had X-Pac. it had fucking six <laughs> people in there. AJ Styles was champion. It had fucking X Pac. It had fucking Raven in it. it Raven, was random as fuck. But it was one of those random things where I, I could enjoy. Like mm. I was just like, fuck it. I feel like that's what Impact is really about because X Pac, former uh, uh, addict. Jeff Hardy, former Damn. addict. Um, uh, oh, we gonna talk about. We gonna talk about. Let's talk about roads like, to recovery. AJ, <laughs> AJ Styles turned down from WWE, went to New Japan Pro, came back. Like it was I just like you, literally I, I those. I still get surprised seeing AJ Styles yo, on TV. Yo, you ain't day, never lied. Like wild. when to he came day. out at Royal Rumble, uh, even, where big Roman big. Reigns was squinting, like who the fuck? 
First of all, Roman out here questioning who the fuck are you know, nigga, who the fuck, who the fuck is, is you? you? Right. Like, he's like, you know he, who AJ who Styles is. Like, is he really a. AJ Styles really here? Like, and everybody, the crowd was going wild. Roman was dumbfounded as dumb. shit. And I love me some Roman. Yeah, I'm just he's throwing a dummy, it out dummy. There. You, you, you gotta understand. Not the gonna go I, there. Not gonna go there. The reason why I never <laughs> thought he, AJ was gonna come to W because how small he was. Right. Mm-hmm. And AJ was in WWE at once upon a time, mm-hmm. and he just didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. And I came across this reel of him in WCW, and I was like, Oh, okay. Every wrestler has wrestled everywhere. Everywhere. Yes, Low key. And every wrestler he was on a Thunder episode. has gone no. through WWE. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about how they still have not put mad other Thunder episodes on the fucking network. Really? It pisses me off. Oh, like, it's certain episodes I'm I looking for. I love like, to Shit. hate watch Thunder. It's just, it brings you back God to the damn. 90s, the, like the early 2000s. Just, yeah. Before just, everything went here. Yeah. But, you know. All right, let's move on to the advice of this week. So, as everyone has been anticipating, WWE's backstage on FS1 on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. Um, and last week's episode, they had the cult of personality himself, CM Punk, come on and say, I will be here next week. So it was honestly the most anticipated, I feel like, must-watch episode of Backstage you can Ever? have. And I low-key missed it. Oh, oh my God. Good. Good. But I was working. I was at work. Okay, so that's, that, fine. that's fine. But I caught up today. I caught up today. Okay, good, good, good. Right, right, right. So um, over the last couple of days, as we've spoken about plenty of times, Seth Rollins and his Twitter fingers. Oh, God. Um, I feel like he got that from Becky. But she's good at it, though. Yeah, no, so I, I'm just like, she's good she's at it, good. but he just barely. trying to do it. Who, Becky ain't good at Twitter fingers? You know what? This is not those wrestling girls. This is they show. Because we probably just, y'all already know. Well, she doesn't, she doesn't like Becky. I keep the same energy. But also, she's not on Twitter like that. No, and I'm not. So, so she she really can't say nothing. Okay, got it. Yeah, okay. They handle the Twitter shit. Like, I'm old and that's I'm upset. But you can agree or disagree that Becky's Twitter beat like responses and whatnot. Well, okay. The difference is Seth goes off of like, Emotion. Emotions, emotions, and just he's just That's going off like a, a regular person. Yeah. Okay. Becky goes off on character. Becky she probably goes... turns the app off and, and puts her phone away. No, because yeah. not, not even that. Like she writes her stuff down. Mm. Stuff that she puts on Twitter, she's like practice it, wrote it down. Like she didn't say it exactly, but she kind of said it on um, when she was interviewing with Stone Cold on mm-hmm. the show. How much she writes a lot of stuff down and she puts a lot of promos together, like because she's in character on, mm-hmm. online. So she's going taking that extra mile to make sure you know things are worried a certain type of way Seth is just going off fuck you nigga fuck you too fuck fuck you fuck you fuck your mama and then he'll turn he'll deactivate and come back two days later or delete the tweet some pussy shit but for the past few days ever since CM Punk's announcement of coming on backstage Seth has been like fight me tweeting him fight me come at me bro like I like it I like it too you know what I like it too well CM Punk had some advice for him this week Mm. when he him and Renee Young interviewed and he basically said Seth needs to stop tweeting and realize sometimes it's better to be viewed as as the fool and shut your mouth or open your mouth and remove all doubt Punk also noted to Rollins that he should he should just delete Twitter because it's just not doing him any favors. So, question to the table: Do you agree with CM Punk's advice on Seth removing himself off of Twitter land? Um, And then the other question would be: Would you ever? Because now everyone is like hyped to see CM Punk, but once again, ladies and gentlemen, Fox signs his checks. Yes, I repeat, Fox signs his checks. (laughs) 
But questions at the table, though, because I mean, after even the interview, it was kind of one of those things like it, we and we've always said this: the never say never. Yeah, wrestling has always been about the never say never movement to me because I would have never thought to see Bret Hart again on WWE TV. Mm-hmm. I would have never thought to see Ultimate Warrior on <laughs> WWE TV. I would have never thought. You know, even Hogan's little ass to be at the Raw reunion after all the racist shit he's done. You know, all these things. Never say never type of shit. Mm-hmm. So the question, once again, would be, what are your thoughts on his advice to Seth, to Seth Rollins? And would you ever like to see CM Punk versus Seth freaking mm-hmm. Rollins? I feel like uh, Seth Rollins needs to take heed to what CM Punk said because I feel like at this point, Seth Rollins is poking the bear that he does not want to wake up. But that think that's what he wants, though. I know. He thinks that's what he wants <laughs> until he gets in the ring with CM Punk. That's what he wants. Who clearly stated that he's 41 years old. Yes, but yeah, Punk, I didn't really need to know that. Yeah, I didn't even okay. know that either. It kind of kind of <laughs> shut it. That, but, that, that, didn't, that wasn't relevant to me because it was just like half but of the AJ, Samoa, yeah. y'all all in y'all early, in 40s. late 30s, early 40s. So what you're but saying is irrelevant. At the, no, no, but I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that he's saying that he's 41 years old. He He matured but that don't mean you still can't get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. AJ nah. nothing but a number. Nah, I think so, I, I, you also got to understand he hasn't wrestled in a while. He hasn't wrestled yeah, in a while. He's out of he shape. Was we don't know if he's out of shape. We don't Nigga, know if he hasn't been. We don't know if he hasn't and been. We got to remember being in shape and in ring shape is two, it's two different things. That's, that's, that's yeah. what I mean. So that's I can I mean. say he's probably out of in ring shape, but we Absolutely. don't know if he's out of shape. Period. No, he's out of in ring shape. Okay. I, and that's going to play a that. huge factor. And I don't need to match. see Sam Punk in the ring anytime soon. No, no. I, not anytime pain. soon. But I. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it, it is not what anytime it is soon, it, but I would love to see that match. Like, that's that's probably an ultimate dream match. Like, really? Yeah, for me, because CM, I feel like CM Punk can get back to. Where he wasn't even come back even stronger Seems from Pop before he. In the ring. I mean, it's a great storyline, low key, it's because Seth has always been a trips guy, and that regardless of what Seth Rollins want to say, blase, 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 he's always been a trips guy, and I think it it, it is low key a storyline all in that shit mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. It, they could play it right if 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 CM Punk wanted to play, but. I don't think he's just in that space to do that. I like I, no. a, a lot of people got hype of him coming on, you know, backstage and, and talking wrestling. It's like he's it's one thing to talk about wrestling. Yeah. Like we talk about wrestling. Yeah. Unlike this one, I'm not taking no bumps. Right. So I'm not I'm not I'm not ringing, I'm not running ropes, I'm not doing none of that shit. So there those are very two different elements and two different things. And I just think that Punk is just not in that mindset. But he also said during that interview with Renee that he hasn't spoken to anybody from WWE. Mm-hmm. He's not thinking Which I about think low-key a lie. Right, oh, me I'm too. Not hold you. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like even if it's a, a facade, like that's kayfabe. Like you don't want to break it. So you're gonna mm-hmm. say whatever because, like you said, Fox signs his checks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fox has FS1. Right, like. You don't. I don't think you necessarily have to speak from somebody to somebody from WWE to be on Fox FS1. That's just yeah. No, I don't think so either. So you got lawyers and shit for that, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like Seth does need to take heed because once he keeps poking this bear, he, CM Punk is gonna try. CM Punk probably training right now. But all right, cool. So I you want to come? I, for I me? don't think nah, CM don't Punk think has any interest in, in in being a wrestler I again. I don't think I don't so see either. him joining the WWE machine again. I think he has no interest in that at all. Um, and I think him being an analyst is the perfect position for him because it's like he literally gets to be CM Punk. Like he can just talk about the product. Like, man, listen, he should have been like he should have been like I'm Phil Brooks. But I, I, I feel like that. Uh, right. like <laughs> CM Punk and that whole Shield thing. 
It's over and done with. Mm. Yo, that was my favorite part of that well, whole like, interview. Who's, he was your, like, favorite who's your favorite member of the Shield? I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, why y'all always do Renee like, like this? I love them all she, equally. She was like, I don't. <laughs> so professional, Renee. I, I aspire to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> right, that right, shit is right. Professional as fuck. Sir Wilkins. Well, I know your inner thoughts about CM Punk, but would you like to see CM Punk versus Seth Rollins? No. <laughs> Same. Flat out. I, I um, my opinion. I don't know if you guys know. I think CM Punk is overrated in the ring. I've heard you say that before. It's the truth. And everybody keeps sucking his dick and acting Ooh. like he's the greatest thing ever. He's one of the greatest people on the mic. Ever, oh, yeah. His mic ever skills are unmatched. to walk into WWE. His mic skills are unmatched. But in the ring skills, he's okay. Mm. Average. On best. And, and I think people get caught up with the his character. Mm-hmm. Yo, I just random. So when we were at Warriors... No, it really was random, but when, it just made me think of that. When we were at Warriors... Um, because I think Enzo was at HOG first. Yeah, and he, he was. Up, then he ended up coming to Warriors. So he did like meet and greet at Warriors. And um, your bro- Mr. Black had walked up to him and was talking to him. I thought he wanted to get a picture. So I ran up to him like, oh, do you do you want to take the picture with him? I'll take it for you, blah, blah, blah. He's like, nah, I just want to talk to him real quick. So, okay, they chopped it up. Out of Enzo's uh, Moray's mouth, he said, guess who he said was the best wrestler? Who? CM Punk? No. Oh. Who? John Cena. Oh. The best <laughs> In ring wrestler, so I can see that it's John Cena can, out of I, his mouth. I'll tell, I'll tell I you was why. Like, oh no, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Mm. No, no, no. Because yeah, do your thing. Do your thing. So you I'll tell, tell you. I'll tell you why. For, I what I think he said that. How long John Cena been been wrestling in WWE? Oh, well over 16 years. Sixteen years. And then we can put another three years on top of that, being in um oh, FCW. Oh, Maybe three, four years. So that's twenty years. Twenty years. And then we could throw another three years, four years in the Indies. So I'm so giving 24, 25, 24, 25 years. years. Wow. Never slowed down. That's true. Never slowed down. Now he's slowing down. Now he's slowing because he's because acting. He's Only acting. in the ring. Yeah. But he has not slowed down in the ring. He has put on matches. He has wrestled literally every type of person. That's true. And put on a quality match. It hasn't been. That's true. None of the 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 high quality high flying map because that's not him. Mm-hmm. He's still from the era of because yeah, when John Cena get on the tower, I'll be like, get down. I be scared. <laughs> yeah, so it's not it's not from this it's not from the same era. It's from the era of Batista. That era was a little bit slower. Where they came, so he is one of the better wrestlers in in, in the industry because he's able been able to wrestle every yeah, type of person and, he's and put on quality matches with every type of person. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I argued with someone the other day. I said, I forgot what they said Brock Lesnar's best match was with. Oof. Um, but I said, well, I said, I have said him and Cena though, that Extreme Rules match they had. It actually one. felt like an Extreme Yeah, match. like that was the one match, that was the one time I was like, oh shit, this is real. And I think Cena won too. I was like, oh mm. shit. Also, The Rock got injured in his last match with Cena. He did. Ripped his whole, Ripped his light, whole, whole shit off. Yeah. And the thing is, you didn't know that. Nope. And it commenced towards Cena. Because also, The Rock, because. How the, to also, The Rock. Maneuver. Exactly. Also, The Rock, because The Rock still continued the match. I'm not taking anything from the way from The Rock, but he still made The Rock look good mm-hmm. throughout the match. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can say what you want to say about Cena. 
he be burying niggas, he be burying niggas. Yeah, but who didn't? But but, is that but, his decision, though? No, it's, it's he, he, he's, he's... He has a play in that. He has a play in that. That honestly is my beef with Hogan. My, my beef with oh, Hogan yeah. has never been like you saying some racist shit because you're not the first, you're not the yeah. last. So I ain't gonna hold that. I'm not gonna, you know, ultimately right. hold that over you. But right. my issue was always... That was the whole issue with between him. It started with him and Brett. Mm-hmm. And that was why he left WWF at the time was because he did not want to put over Bret Hart. Yep. And he decided to go and sign with WCW and then Vince said, well, well fuck you. Yep. And now I'm going to continue to make Brett be the champion I want him to make and then he ended up low-key screwing him and then Shawn mm-hmm. Mike's into the picture. But that's either here. But no, Shawn Mike's always in the picture. That was a rotating door because you just said Hogan didn't want to put over Brett. Yeah, Brett didn't want to put over Sean at all, at all. And Sean didn't want to put over anybody. Else. I, don't I, don't put over anybody else. I don't think that's true. No. I think Brett was willing to put over Sean if it led to a further program with Sean. But sh- every time that happened, every time Sean had to drop the belt to Brett, something happened. He lost his smile. He broke his knee. He did this. He did that. So I feel like that's always like a misconception. Sean lost his smile way after Brett was gone. That's not true at all. Sean, so I read Bret Hart's book like three times. So that's Bret Hart's point of view, right? So, so but, but on TV, Bret wasn't there when. But Sean how many times now. did Bret lose the championship to Shawn Michaels? Once. How many times did Shawn Michaels use the championship to Bret? Bret, they didn't like each other. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't like it, 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 com- and, and, it comes and, down to that, and, and, and you also are probably Sean wasn't the best person to be around at that time either. And he'll admit that, <laughs> and he says that. He says well, that. Hogan didn't want to put over Sean at all. Remember no. the program that they were supposed to have? It was supposed to be a three match program, but Hogan was like, "I don't want to do this." And that's a funny one if you want to watch something funny. Oh, because Sean's a piece of shit. He was like, "Yo, oh really? You're not gonna put me over? Okay, I'm gonna oversell every fucking thing because I'm that fucking petty. It's so funny, mm, so petty. Like he's Little king of pettiness." Pe- He's King Petty before King Petty was a thing. But it's crazy because he's a child of God and it shows you that people who are child who like yeah. Christians <laughs> are mad petty. So petty. Uh, Christians are mad petty. Don't so believe petty. all what you see there. Christians are mad petty. Sean was definitely petty. like, I'm here for the Lord. No, mm, you still petty as fuck. Though. No, no, no. When you become a child of God like that, you become pe- your pettiness level goes to a no. thousand. Listen, <laughs> the Lord knows his heart. Of course. And that's all that matters. Now. He can be petty well, as Well, God fuck. is petty too. You Yo, how crazy. <laughs> God is the same nigga that, 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 um. Not God's <laughs> the same nigga. Listen, I go to church. We ain't going to do this. Mm. Oh, God's the same person that, that came down. I was like, you know what? Y'all all pissing me off. <laughs> Flood. <laughs> Flood. <laughs> Flood. Yo, no, do me a favor. Take, take all of these, put them in here. Only the animals, because these people, these human beings, they all pissing me off. I'm mad right now. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to be petty. Let's flood this world. That's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, let's bring life back into the show. Um, AEW Praise News. the Lord. <laughs> Amen. AEW News is that um, starting at the top of the year, um, as everyone knows, um, the Jericho Cruise is happening again. Um and they leave out of Miami, but also they have rearranged a lot of things, and they're bringing back Bash at the Beach theme. Oh, um, they, they copyrighted, I think, yeah, they copyrighted the name um, Khan did and, and got legal rights to use Bash at the Beach. Um, so they're going to do a Bash at the Beach live. <laughs> Theme song. This shit sucks. This shit is trash. It's like really loud. No, no, no. But that shit, no. Now play NWA Power. That shit goes hard. 
Why we just turn it that down. That theme song. song goes hard. That shit was just like, here comes the boom. It's like, what? Like, I don't know what the fuck going <laughs> on That just blew up my eardrums. I don't know. What the well, fuck Welcome that to was. the Java Tears podcast. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but Astro Ruckus is finding power because that shit goes stupid duper hard, in my opinion. Um, they're doing, oh, you playing it now? Go ahead. It's an old school film. Yeah, yeah it is. Old I school. like it a lot. It makes you want to hop in the ring and run ropes. Legit. See, I would, but the way my back is set up, the way my whole life is set up, I'm not doing that ever. I wonder if the guy that owns it did the song, because you know he's a pre- he used to be in that band. I think Smashing Pumpkins. I wonder if he did the song. But anyway, um, so AEW on January 15, 2020 will be at the University of Miami recording Bash at the Beach um, for AEW Dynamite. And then they're going to be taking on everyone heading on the Atlantic um, for their, I think it's a four-day, three-night cruise. And they're going to be doing two tapings of, um, I do believe, either one or two tapings of AEW Dynamite on the cruise ship. Ooh, that alone is lit. That's dope. Like, I'm that's not even going to hold you. Like, 2021, Janelle from HR would definitely go on this Jericho that. cruise yeah. because hopefully we're a little bit more popping by then. <laughs> Jericho would maybe know us. But anyway, um, what have been actually, since you guys are joining us for the show and we've talked about AEW, what, are, what actually are your thoughts about AEW from top to bottom? Like, what what are your, your pros, cons? You know, what have what have been your feelings? And I know it's hard because it's the beginning and everyone wants to use the it's new card, but that don't phase me. No, and I, and I don't, don't use it as an either. excuse. So, yeah. Yeah. ladies, what are your thoughts on AEW? So, I've tried, oh, I've really first. tried to watch it because I was like, oh my God, something different. And I've been, I grew up watching WWE. So I'm like, you know what, something different. It's, if I'm not watching Chris Jericho or mm-hmm. Say it again um, for those Dean louder. Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, I, that's what it is. John Moxley, well, shit. I don't. I, I'm just I not invested in shit. And then one of the things that they were supposed to have over WWE was like the in ring. But then I feel like a lot of the matches are so high spot, if that makes sense. Total that. Sense. When I watched the pay-per-views, it's like, all right, I've seen the Young Bucks do that. I've seen Darby Allen do that on... Di- like, it just... It's just not capturing me. And then they were preaching about diversity. They were preaching about the women's oh. division. Oh, wait, say... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say a lot of people. I have yet to see diversity, inclusion, all of that. I have yet to see... You know, Sunny Kiss on Dynamite. You I have see yet them to all, see, and that's my issue is they've been putting them on AEW Dark, Dark. That, right. that, that, that does not that count. doesn't count, count to me. me. Like, that little ass women's championship belt that you gave to the of, little ass Asian girl. I love, I I respect her. Don't get me wrong, but it just, it just, I don't know. It's just falling it flat for me. I, the Cody Rhodes storytelling though, like it has its high spots. I, it's just not grabbing me. For me, it gives me WCW filled. Like let's keep it all. And that's not always a bad. That's not a bad thing for me. I didn't like. All right, if we're gonna go back tonight, for me going back to nineties, where it was WCW versus WWF at the time, I was always Team WWF. Whether ratings and shit, I was always that because when I watched WCW, it just did not draw me in at all. So and then WCW barely had any women on it. We're gonna be real. Like Mm -hmm. it was mostly the people from WWF. That's a good point. Yeah. The people from forgot about that. WWF and yeah, the Nitro Girls. WC, right? That was it. Like you <laughs> could have just put them in that a box. Was what it was Shawn Michaels' wife, right? Right. 
and it was that's just like bad funny though, right? So, <laughs> but that, that's wife, when, DDP's wife was in that. God. Damn. Yeah. And then the only real no Tori Wilson. No, I think they were getting ECW. paid well though. Yeah, they oh, were. Stacey Keebler. Stacey Keebler. Yeah. She was a Nitro girl. She's a Nitro girl. Then she went to ECW. Yeah, okay. and then she came to WWE. Yeah. But that's what AEW is giving me. Like Pete said, there's not much of the diversity that we were promised. Mm. Like. We saw that during that first pay-per-view. Everybody was good. So where the fuck is Karma now? Oh, Karma out here cutting bitches' hair oh. every time she come up. Oh. That's what... And that's... I have but is a low that key, what we want to see? I have a low-key issue with that because now it just... it To me, it, it paints the, the big black girl as the bully. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... It, is that the route we're going? Like she like left it. WWE for a reason, and, I, and, and now I, you in AEW so for like, the exact same literally reason. Literally every every girl she's encountered, I forgot what was the girl that she did it on the pay per view. But then I think last week she did the same thing to Allie ass on the ramp when Tony Schiavone was talking to her, and she cut a lock of her head. So now you, I get you want to build her to be this monster, mm-hmm. but build her to be a monster in a better way. In a better way, it's just to me like. It's it's a bit childish in that sense of like oh I'm a, like that's some like high school some middle school shit like I definitely been I was definitely in class an English class where this bitch cut somebody hair in class and they started fighting like I've seen that live and in color so it's like to me I'm like uh, is this the route we want to go and to I feel like prove that she's a monster I'm not Rhodes either I mean, like she's not, not that in that what was tonight? this whole like, stare that she did it's awkward I, and what I love Brandy Rhodes but it's just not working I just want to know that promo you, did mean. I was like, oh, the, if you do girl, right I by me, with- there. What was that? <laughs> like that was never explained, and then you went to something oh, else. Like what the fuck? So, um, having a dick in the room. I'll, oh, I'll say my opinion. <laughs> hey, of course. Um, I'm gonna drink some wine on that part. <laughs> that part. So, I like AEW. I do. I I've enjoyed it. It is a WCW feel. The reason mm. why because it's set in the South. WCW is based in the South. And AEW's going that old school type of route, whatever. Yeah, the last few shows is what they did. Charlotte, Tennessee, yeah, it's West Virginia. The, the South, everything of that nature is that that kind of feel. Um you are you guys are a hundred percent right about the women's division. It is trash. Trash. Horrible build up. People trash. people have constantly tried to like kind of defend it. And I've told people, like, for instance, the last match that they had on their pay-per-view on full gear, they had Rio, and I, what was the other woman's name? I forget her name. No, I can't dude. pronounce it. I'm so oh. sorry. I apologize. I can't pronounce it either. And but it's supposed to be like her teacher. It's yeah, her teacher like her who, who they had like over 100 matches against each other, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't that told? On Dynamite. On Dynamite. Why wasn't that the, one of the backdrop storylines throughout building up to that pay-per-view? Yeah. People have said, oh, they, they did a video package online. I don't want a fucking video package. I don't want to look online to see it. I don't want a video package. Especially when you got a good ass TV deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the the TV good. deal that you worked so yeah. hard for but and you said, I want to be on, you know, I want to be on the same level as, you know, as WWE in that sense of being on a network. I mean, it's great that because we're in an era where, you know, you go to YouTube and you see on demand stuff and you do this and you do that. But like for story purposes, yeah. I'm going to need that shit to be on Dynamite yeah. where it, where I can tune in weekly and understand and, and then, the buildup. And understand that. the buildup of that. And you're, you raised, you raised a good point where you said it's a bunch of high spots, especially in the tag team matches. I've always said this, mm-hmm. that there's no storytelling done in a lot of their tag team matches. Mm-hmm. 
and it hurts them. But that crowd wants that. True. That's what that crowd is looking for. My thing is, are you going to love me for these high spots? Are you going to love me for my character? Mm. Now, we love paid in full on this show. It's when I do too. <laughs> it's when, um, uh, what's his name? Rico was telling, no, Ace was telling, um, what's his face? Are they, they going to love me when I'm gone? So if I start doing these high spots, are they gonna love my character? But they, why? But why not blend it? Like why not make they, us love both? But they, they they don't know how to do that they because do you, that. you know what that you know what that takes. Maybe they do know how to do that. But they just don't want. But they to. don't want to because you know what that takes. That takes up slowing down the match and working working like a heel and working like a face. Mm-hmm. For instance, one of the best matches I saw was when SCU. Got their number one contendership. Yep. That was, yep. And, and, and you know why I love that match? Yep. Because Homeboy got injured. Yep. And the other one came out who said he was not Scorp- going to fight. Scorpio, Scorpio, Scorpio comes out in jeans and sneakers. Right. He wasn't even dressed. Yes. And, and that told an amazing yeah, story. Like, yo, this is last minute. I got to jump, jump in and I got to fight. So, But it also, it also kind of made it predictable that he was going to do that. Like, it... it like, it, but, it, but it was like we're too intelligent. No, right, right. Yeah, we're too like, intelligent. But with WWE, they were like, "All right, cool. We're gonna put no, it on break. Let like, them go change no, and then just, do it." It's just like with New Day. Like, oh yeah, Woods got injured. Kofi put Kofi Kingston. back mm-hmm. into the into, into the, the mix, the mm-hmm. but which I could appreciate because then now he's not gonna be irrelevant because that's what people sure. was trying to try out here. Like, Kofi's gonna be irrelevant. Like, but he's gonna go back to mid card. <laughs> Now he's tag team champion with Biggie, so relax. What like, is it, nine times, ten times? Yeah. But the one thing I will give about AEW, they're trying different things. Mm-hmm. They're trying to think outside the box. Like yeah. a cruise, them going on a cruise that thing and, and have a dope. whole that show really on dope. there. Yo, that's Whoever that's cool. is going to the Jericho Cruise and follows Jabba Tate's podcast, please um, let us know. Um, because we definitely would want you guys to maybe just do some vo- like footage and like some some stuff out there for I us. I think Danielle might be going. Danielle is going. That is true. But she, you know, she might be doing her own shit. We know pretty else. But uh, um, it's a conversation that's been. And tickets go on sale from what I'm reading on Friday. Friday. Yes. Friday just happens to be my nephew's birthday. He oh. turns five, oh. and then it kicks off on the January 15th, which happens to be my brother's birthday, which is my nephew's father. So oh. that's about to be lit. Might be oh. for everybody. You might be at the Jericho crew, right? I may. Yo, I might get that rub. I did it. You know, I did it put this on um the outline but i caught it because it's a goal of mine for 2020 we don't really get a lot of time to talk about the nxt uk brand a lot right but they're having um nxt takeover uk blackpool january 12th um in the uk i think it's a sunday morning 11 a.m on the wwe network they sold out in two hours nice and no one's talking about nobody's that talking about and it. no one WWE. will we'll talk about that shit. wwe but, because but, the I, WWE but I wanted... having their uk come over for survivor series no it's not even it's not even I that think so too we're gonna get yeah, we're we gonna, gonna get to that it's, but it's not it's, it's not even that like a lot of st- it's I, this is a quote that i always use on a podcast 50 Cent said it once, and I've heard it, and I and I think it's so, it represents WWE and AEW situation. There is no sympathy for winners. Right. Mm. That's true. So. That's so. Nobody's going to talk about them selling That's out. That's true. So, yeah. So, I just had to give that tidbit because. But, nobody's but I feel like about nobody it. talks about UK at all. Because when they come over to over well, here, I just be like, who the fuck? Oh, no. I so, forgot that person so was there. So, what I did. So, and that's why I said it's a goal of mine. So, I watched the last UK takeover, which was back right around, um, 
the end of August. Around after and, like after SummerSlam. Summer mm-hmm. It was right between right before like um All Out and like SummerSlam. So it was in between that time. Um but they were going against um I think it was that same weekend even. But regardless, I watched that Tyler Bate versus Walter match. I said, I have to go to a UK takeover. Mm. I've been to every single one in Brooklyn. <laughs> I went to, I'm going to take over War Game Saturday. Yes. Um, I said, that is a goal of mine to watch that shit live. Trust me, girl, it was a last minute decision. I know. So bad. I know. And and we want to go for the same reasons. But (laughs) it's important that I wanted to say that because they also are doing more um, UK shows that they're going to sell tickets for. So, like, they're going to try to have it as frequent in 2020. Um, But it's exciting to see that they're, and I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. If I would have known about January shit, I probably would have tried to go. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna try for August though. It's okay. But I just thought that just thought out there because I think it's important. Like we, you know, every you know every two seconds, you know, whether it's AEW thing or anything, it gets sold out in 2.5 seconds. I think it's acknowledgement to let to let people know that UK takeover was sold out in two hours solid, and I think that's a kudos to them. And, and I think even if you know the show is gonna be phenomenal, so. Um, let's move on to um, our road to recovery. So I've I've low key joked about this topic, but I knew it was real because I've seen it in person. Mm. And ep- like maybe seasons ago, we always talked about Alicia Fox and the boys. You know, Mr. Black loves him. Lo- loves, loves her. her. I did loves did loves you Fox. Him? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> he didn't mean to. I know. <laughs> So, like, whenever we've spoken about her, I've low-key been like, you, you talking about the alcoholic? You talking about... And everybody look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm just like, nah, bro. Like, something ain't right. Because the both times I've interact- oh. had interaction... Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that is, the, that is the stripper song of a lifetime. It's, it's her theme like song, it. though. It, it is. is her theme song. <laughs> Chrissy Love, who actually did her, she cosplayed Foxy, um, Alicia Fox for Evolution last year. Nice. And she created her own hat. That was when, you know, Foxy had the fur and the hat. And, and shout outs to Miss Chrissy Love of True Hill Heat. Um, she recreated that shit on her own, like created her own hat. Nice. Jewels. So I also have shit. to give Miss Chrissy Love a shout out because she's also the neighbor to my brother, like next That's door neighbor. Crazy. Yes. So Chrissy Love. Shout out to you, boo. Oh, girl, I'll be in the hood a little bit later. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. I'm dead. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but back to what I was saying. So, yeah, so, like, I've casually joked about it, but I've low-key been serious about it mm-hmm. because I've seen it twice mm-hmm. where I've seen, you know, Miss Alicia Fox be intoxicated. And, you know, once again, it's after a show. You want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But there's levels to this. Mm. And it was just, it's like one time you see somebody, you're like, oh, they just have a good time. She's having a good time, right. I've had three separate occasions where I've seen her wasted. And it was one of those things where it's just like, you didn't think it was that serious until it gets that serious. So everyone's been kind of wondering, like, where Alicia Fox has been. You know, she was last seen on um, Raw Raw Reunion Reunion in Tampa, which I was at. So I saw her. That was the last place I saw her. Um, But was she intoxicated? No, she was in the ring. I didn't see her like on the streets of Tampa. I oh, can't, okay, okay, can't okay. validate that. Right. No, the the places I seen was Orlando for um no Dallas, New York, New York twice, and then Dallas Mania weekend. And she was intoxicated. Mm. Yeah. 
So, um, so she came out today on Instagram to um, announce her road to recovery. She's been sober um, for a few months now. Um, she's been doing sober living, which honestly is a phenomenal thing. It, it it is not the easiest thing to acknowledge. I think you know, and that's whether it's a drug addiction and alcohol is a drug, mm-hmm. believe it or not, folks. Um, so to acknowledge, you know, the type of you know problem and addiction you have. Um, and say that, you know, I got help and I want to be a represent, I want to be representation of how I can help others. And I think she's going the complete right route to doing that. Um, so she announced on her Instagram, you know, um, a foundation she's working with, um, to help others that are going through recovery, um, other addicts, um, and things like that. Um, so my question to the table is what are your thoughts on Alicia Fox's road to recovery and do you ever see her wrestling in a WWE ring again? Um, her, for me, alcoholism literally hits close to home just to do the, do the personal reasons. Um, so for her, for her to acknowledge it and for her to be on his road to recovery and for her to be so transparent with her fan base now, because we've been wondering where she has been. It's a good thing. Like you said, it's very, um, it's 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 something that we needed for her. Like we want to be happy for her. We mm-hmm. want to see her. We want to see her in you a healthier space. Want to see success. You know. So I'm I'm good on that. And we just did a spotlight episode on Alicia mm-hmm. Fox as well right. on our podcast. So it was just like so for that to come out and now for this to happen. It's just these baby steps are as was needed. Um, I would love to see Alicia Fox back in the fucking WWE ring. Okay. I'm not sure if it will happen because, you know, she's the cause of getting Arn Anderson fired. But, I mean, it takes two and as it much takes as two. much right. as I, everyone that knows me knows yes. I fucking love Arn Anderson to right. the day I It die. takes two. But you know better and there's certain things like it's, it, it's a catch-22 because it's just like you don't want to take away something that someone loves because it yeah. goes back to even when we just earlier was talking about Shawn Michaels and the, the period of time yeah. where nobody Really, everybody was like, "Well, oh, fuck him. He's rude. He's this. He's that." You know, he was under the influence yeah. half the time. Mm-hmm. Half of his w, half of his title reigns, he probably was drunk. He probably key. was drunk or high, right? Or so yeah. it's like one of those things where you're like, "Yo, like, how do I deal with this? Or how mm-hmm. do I move?" Do- and and as a producer, real- like, how do I how do I take the one thing away from the person that is keeping yep. them alive? Because that would enable them to do more. Correct. And it, it could have probably killed her if she wasn't in the ring or, or whatever because Alicia Fox we can't like we said before like we can never take away her athleticism absolutely not her long legs her like everything that she's done in the ring we can't take that away from her no. like she's one of the most athletic diva champion females. can't take that away from her mm-hmm. first African American only diva Talk champion at it. that like she's very athletic she's very agile she's good in the ring but it was just like to I knew something was wrong when these tantrums started happening. Like, I knew it was a part of her character at first. Mm-hmm. But then when you started to see, like, she wasn't acting right. Like, you started to see, like, a little bit play on TV. I was like, yeah, something ain't right with her. Mm-hmm. Something is not, like, some somebody's not happy. Something's going wrong. Something's whatever. So the fact that she's on this road to recovery, I'm happy to see that she was able to share it with fans. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people will reach out to her through the snail mail that she provided. Mm-hmm. And... I just want to see more for her. I do want to see her back in the WWE ring. I want to see her come back. I'm going to see her come back as her own person. Like, not partner with the Bellas yep. if they come back. Not yep. partner with anybody who's I on there now. I coming back. Um, <laughs> what you thinking? But um, <laughs> I do want to see her come back and to have a fresh start. 
Because she's like, you pointed out she's on the, the retired the alumni page Yeah, now? she's on the WWE Officially. alumni page. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I do want to see her come back off that page. I would like know, to see her come back too. And, I, I, and this is going to sound crazy, but I think she has more potential to come back now than she did before because WWE loves a comeback story. Mm-hmm. They love being able to say that, they, you know, think about Eddie Guerrero. They had that documentary about him at first before he came back about how he overcame his demons. They love that, that phrase, overcame the demons. So I could see Alicia Fox getting sober and then wanting to do more just off the fact that she also offered help to people. Like she said, I'm on this journey. Come with me. Like I mm-hmm. want to offer help as well. So I'm really proud of her. I think it's been rumors that's been surrounding her for all of this time. Mm-hmm. And then all of her fans, I feel like she's gotten buried. Maybe she's gotten buried because she's had a problem with alcohol. Right. Like, like she so didn't I think, know what to say yeah, or how to, I think this how was, to come out of that. Yeah. And I think this is a good explanation to her fans of just maybe, just an explanation of like what her career has been. Right. Like, Sir Wilkins, thoughts on Miss Alicia Fox? Um, This is good. Super good for her. i very proud of her. I spoke about this on a couple other episodes like a while back when Sasha was, Banks was having some issues in the E. And one of my biggest issues was that there was no black female figurehead in the mm. locker room. And somebody had said that Alicia Fox been there for a long time, but she couldn't be a figurehead as she's going through her own demons. Mm-hmm. You can't be the head of a locker room for you if you have your own problems you're dealing with. So I'm really proud of her and now she's going to help other people out. Um, alcoholism hits, home, hits um, close to home for me in many ways. So I understand seeing somebody fall apart mm-hmm. on so many levels. So I'm proud of her. Just in general, there's not much I can say about it. Um, I appreciate what she's done for the business. And she is super talented in the ring. She was on Total Divas doing some, doing her doing her shit too. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That was when she was, was break with her breakup with um Wee Barrett. Was yeah, mm-hmm. like that, that was like Barrett. season one. Yeah, yeah. and so. they even hint at uh, her and Paige got in trouble a couple of times during Total Divas for partying too much. So they even hint at her needing a lifestyle change on Total Divas too. Well, it, it's she's from a throwback era. And get wasted after the show. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Like she's from that older era. Like. That's what they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah, because during her debut, like, you got to realize she debuted and she was, like, around Edge. Edge. And she was around yeah. Lita. And she was around, mm-hmm. yeah, I think this is when Shawn Michaels came back. But I don't think he was, like. Nah, he wasn't in that. Was, 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 nah, God, God got him. He was a God. Oh, he God was a God around yeah, that time? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you know what? God I, I God, I am not going to hell for Sir Rick's comments, okay? <laughs> God um, knows my, my heart. Okay. He you <laughs> Imagine trying to use a line against right, them. right. I mean, he God has, knows me. I God, know God. God knows me. We 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 good. We have this talk every day. We um, do have this talk. <laughs> annoying. No, but it like Edge was still on his shit. You know, whatever the case, he was, it was like, a different they were culture. All, it was a whole different culture. Yeah. Like, they were all doing some shit. Kurt Angle was on his shit Kurt Angle. at that time. Jesus. So you so so you see where like the where throwback I'm, culture. Where I'm yeah, going. Where I'm going I, with I this. It's it. so. Like wrestlers don't do that stuff nowadays for the most part. Well, they mm-hmm. can't. They can't. They, uh, nah, they can, can, but it's it's more stricter now. Like yeah, before, because before. They, we saw what happened. Everybody knows about that that plane ride that went wild. Mm-hmm. So, so you know what I mean. And she's learning that things have to change. It goes back to the beginning of the episode when I talked about Jim Cornette. Mm. Errors have changed. Things have changed. People got to get used to certain types of things. And she's understanding. Like yo, I can't be doing this anymore because. I will get in trouble because before you wouldn't get in trouble for that. No. Right, you wouldn't. 
So, you only get in trouble for using like steroids and shit. But not I think drinking. not even steroids. This, this yeah, that's really that. This it wasn't until um, Randy's era. Randy's era. Yeah, until like Warrior and them like did that pipe bomb on, on ensued Vince and all that shit happened. Hogan was a part of that trial and shit, and that that's really when the roids came out. No, that's what I'm saying. Around that time, like after that court trial, whatever. But um, it's good to see. By the way, Scorpio Sky versus um Chris Jericho for the title next week. Mm. Oh. That's going to be good. On Dynamite. See, but the crazy... and that's But lucky. already? Like, no, but that's oh, that's actually my issue with Dynamite is that I literally am tuning in to watch Chris Jericho. Like, I really don't give a shit about nothing else that's about to pop <sighs> off. Sucks, and then you want to promote yourselves like, oh, we're going to put these up and coming new people on TV. Technically, they have. Technically, they have. Uh, they, I feel like they've done it more on AEW Dark than on Dynamite. They, they, they have because the inner circle is getting a lot of play. Sammy, LAX. I don't really like Sammy, but that's neither. Uh, well, that's I can see why, but <laughs> neither, right, um, neither. Sammy has gotten put on, and you know they're doing things with MJF. Yeah, so like, they are they are putting people over. It's just that it's not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But MJF, I feel like him turning on Cody. It was only time. It was, it was like time it was I'm great. Like, I like it. I'm it was a great saying, segment. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but I'm just like I was really confused. At the fact that he did it, I'm just like, wait, like you was, he's a, you was he's a piece of shit. You was yeah. riding he's with him. He's a really for a little good bit. piece of but shit. But no, too. it makes <laughs> sen- it makes sense. It's like, and that's the thing that I feel like when you work for multiple companies and you have multiple characters, you gotta kind of keep the same character. So like MJF on, on MLW, he's a heel. Mm-hmm. So there, to me, it was just like, how the fuck is you on AEW and you trying to be this in between person right now when everyone knows when they You're see that heel. Burberry scarf, they know what time it is. So, so I, it's like so. I just didn't Being know. that my schedule is all over the place for work, I try to catch up as much as I can. So when I saw that, I was like, wait, what the fuck did I miss out on with... Nah, you just missed him entering himself in the title picture. Got it, okay. <laughs> That's basically what... They're basically, they're on the road to literally probably putting the title on MJF sometime next year. Period. But but what confused me was that they were they're both heels. Right, that's the part. I'm like they're so, both so, heels. So like they're... so I feel like they were. And I, I saw the clip where I, I read about it where MJF was trying to play it off like Jericho wanted me in in, in, in the circle to be. No, no, I saw I saw that. So it's a little squad. it's a little so it, it, it's a little weird right now where they're going and and you know they're working out the kinks. But that's a little that's here that's here or there. Um, real quick, we're gonna talk about just wrestling in general. We have NXT AEW from last week, um, SmackDown from last week, and. Raw raw from um this past monday night just give one um one highlight that you felt like stuck out to you the most um and it doesn't matter which brand it is um from the past week okay so for me as many of you know i am not an iconics fan can't stand them i, I don't know why <laughs> they're real they're tag amazing team. i know they're, they're real tag, tag team. team no we, but we, we, we they're funny about as shit no i think be- and, and like i said i feel like they when they came up to raw they weren't used as they were in NXT. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's because I really wasn't watching NXT. I'm just like, you brought these girls up here to be goofy as shit during a time of a women's evolution. But the match between them and Becky and, and Charlotte made me gain a little bit of respect for them because of the you fact that what? they was I'll actually, right, they were actually using that their athleticism. And they was literally getting blows in, like, Fucking them up for a little bit. I take that. So I respect that. That was my. It was probably small. Uh, no, but that was it, my no. highlight. Knowing how you feel about iconics, 
That is big. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take that. Okay. All right, Miss P. What was your highlight for the past week in wrestling? Uh, I gotta say, uh, on SmackDown, what ended up being the tag team because I thought it was gonna be Nikki and um, Bailey again, and I was like, all right, I, I feel like we've seen this before, but that was just a gateway into the tag team match with Sasha Banks and uh, Dana Brooke, Carmella, Nikki Cross against Rhea Ripley, Mia Yim, and Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. So that was dope. We actually had Sasha attack Shayna Bailey. So just the little Sweet. interactions and that was dope. And then you thought you were going to get a predictable match and you got the most unpredictable match possible. Uh, and then all eight of the women brought it. Like, I thought it was it was amazing. I don't think Mia Yim should have been in that match. I think they should have sold her injuries from NXT a little bit more. Look, I don't like the gimmick, but um, didn't she I see agree. her nose broke? She, no, she, that match no, was brutal. She, yo, and that actually is my highlight. My highlight was that NXT was amazing. last week. It was the, first of all, for NXT on live on USA Network to do a ladder match with two females and Dope. have them close out that fucking Dope. show. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that mm-hmm. as a female Viewer, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, but that match between very um, physical, Io Shirai and Mia Yim was by far one of the most high hitting, like surprise, like just it 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 was the definition of storytelling that oh, I that yeah. that I feel like I've been missing out on because it's just like yo, like you have you have them. Who's gonna get the advantage? Okay, who's gonna get it? You think it's gonna be me? You think it's gonna be um, Ia Shirai? And then you have Dakota that's, that's, Kai's. That's as proper booking the, and um, amazing facts. That's what happens when you work Super with the machine facts. called WWE. Super facts, but doesn't matter. No, but. work with the machine <laughs> called Triple H. Forget all that. Tri- trips is WWE, so it's okay. Um, but then you have um, Dakota Kai come out, who's been trying to be like, pick me, pick me, you know, like with the and person, she didn't even get you picked. know, like the person, like when you do dodgeball when you was a like, little ooh, kid, ooh, and ooh, everybody ooh. picks one, and she was the last one, she but she's last, the odd she number, so she don't get picked. Yeah. So she was playing that well because I've actually been sitting here waiting for her to turn on all these bitches anyway. Yeah. So I felt like, oh shit, she about to turn on them. Nah, it's like nah, she gonna help her. So she helped um, me and Yim, and then fucking what's her face from NXT UK comes out of fucking nowhere. That was I dope. was like, oh! Was Wait, who? Kylie What's Ray? Her? Yeah, Kylie oh, Ray. Okay, who okay. is the NXT women, um, UK women's champion came out through fucking Miriam. Miriam split the ladder and then Io Shirai climbed the ladder to climb the briefcase to get the advantage and then she was announced as being the last member of Team Baszler. It just was, it, I was just It was like, a great segment. Oh, it was, it was a great That's who that girl segment. is because I saw the beautiful. picture. I'm like, this is a dope ass fucking picture but yep. who is this girl? Yep. Yeah, no, she beat, and that's what I'm saying, she beat um, Tony Storm, Tony Storm. Um, okay. NXT TakeOver um, back um, in August for the UK Women's title and they had, and once again, that storyline, I had to go back to understand what the fuck was going on because they were friends and they had been friends over, you know, 15 20 mm. years and grew up and she knew about her daddy and daddy issues and she said that shit on tv i said oh i gotta start watching NXT we gotta okay. watch that P. <laughs> no i gotta put y'all on because yeah, no, that shit girl. had me i was like yo she talking about her daddy issues Ooh, on no, tv that's a fight that's, that's a fight shit. i was like damn that's a fight but that was my highlight so Wilkins, what was your highlight of the week it was a couple highlights i'm gonna i'm gonna talk these highlights you guys are guests so i do what i want to do i'm on wow. the, the chopper tears podcast that's show. fine i just Late. gotta use the bathroom so. no no you, you relax you, you, you sit there <laughs> oh don't be rude. Listen, we only got about 15 minutes. All right. All right, listen. I'll hold it. All right. Ladder match, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Like you said, Grace Longhelling was told during this ladder match. Now, I thoroughly enjoyed Nyla Rose versus Danny Jordan. Mm. Yo, shout out to Danny Jordan. I didn't realize I was the chick we saw down at um, PWX. So yep. I was like, oh, shit. Strictly enjoyed that. 
Nyla does her thing. We're a fan of Nyla on this show. We are a huge Nyla, fan of Nyla. Nyla's dope. Nyla's dope. Um, huge fan. SmackDown. I'm going to tell you this right now. I wasn't a real fan of SmackDown. Not too much. But... I truly appreciate Daniel Bryan every day I see him. I love him too. Mm-hmm. Gotta like, love Daniel. Gotta love him. The segment between Daniel him and Bray Wyatt was amazing. It was worked well. You gotta give it up to, to his acting ability and how he just does shit. And it's just fucking amazing. Raw. Best thing on Raw was Triple H, Kevin Owens. Triple Kevin H Owens. making yeah. Raw and SmackDown look like a bunch of bitches. Nah, and, and you had to appreciate him. I love... One of the greatest things I love about wrestling is when they blur the storylines of reality and they use what the what the IWC always saw as the internet um, wrestling community mm-hmm. says online. Mm-hmm. Like how Kevin Owens doesn't get real respect on the main roster. They're not really using him the right way, blah, blah, blah. And Triple H is mentioning that. He played into that. He sure did. He played into that so well. He did. Mm-hmm. He didn't exactly say that, but he said it to a point where you understood where, where this is all coming yeah. from. Yeah. It was well done. Those are those are my highlights from, from from that. But my favorite part was Triple H and that Kevin Owens segment because you felt it, and it's and it goes to Triple H just being a great on the mic. Fucking trips, yeah. man. Yeah. But um, I was um, like, damn, like you really going to do this to Kevin but Owens speaking, right now? But speaking of Raw, and it will probably not get talked about as much. The Akira Tozawa versus Buddy Murphy match yo, was by far the match of the night. the match of the night. And like, you, one, uh, never lied. But, but you, you never lied. But the thing like, about oh it, my gosh. you got to give it up to Paul Heyman because he's putting this together and booking a lot of this stuff. Obviously, people are like, oh, well, Vince gets the final say, but he's presenting it to Vince. Yo, that match. And he has to convince it to Vince. Like, he's putting on quality wrestling. And I know people hate the Lana and Bobby Lashley match, the uh, Bobby Lashley situation. That shit is trash. But I do. I'll take Everybody. it I do. for everything else that's going on. Hell no. Anyway, all right. So as we did say, uh, we are in Survivor Series mode. It is Survivor. This is the last big four of 2019. So we're going to do some predictions uh, with my girls from those wrestling girls. And um, my predictions are usually spot on. Oh, so my lion. Shit. No, okay. Lying. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's see, sis. All right. All right. So once again, we have NXT War Games. Um, once again, those that are in the Tri-State area, you can come out to Legends. Come watch it with the boys. You guys um, coming? Of course. Yes. Those wrestling girls will yes. be in the building. We love the we will be in the building. Uh, I feel bad. I won't be there now. But okay. No, she's been talking about Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Survivor Series. Okay. So you're talking about War Games. No, that's nobody's going to War Games. Oh, oh yeah. Now I'm going to be at a, a Friendsgiving. My man said, nah, actually, I won't. But Survivor Series. <laughs> Okay, all right, I see y'all there. But right. anyway, all right, once again, NXT War Games, um, it will be starting at 7 um, Eastern Standard Time, so make sure to come out. Pre-show is around 6, 6.30, um, so we'll, we the boys will be at Legends. But let's go through some. It One thing I can appreciate about NXT is it's, it's short, but it's to the fucking point. Yes, mm-hmm. I love Like, don't waste, my time. don't waste my time. Don't sit here and give me drawn-out yeah, shit. Right. They literally have four matches on the card. And they all matter. And they all matter. So let's start off with the beginning one. Um, we have Pete Dunne versus Damian Priest, a.k.a. Punishment Martinez, because that's what he's always going to be to me, <laughs> um, versus Killian Dade. And the winner, they added the stipulation, um, originally was supposed to be a match that was going to be on NXT tonight, but they moved it to NXT TakeOver War Games, where the winner will face Adam Cole at Survivor Series. So this is huge. That's imp- huge. This, this is a huge deal. So go around the table real quick. Who do you think is going to be the number one contender for the NXT title? Pete Dunn. Pete, Pete Dunn. Dunn. I love him. Killian Dane. Pete Dunn. Move on. <laughs> Killian Dane. 
Mark my words. Because um, I think Pete Dunn's going to be on the um, Survivor Series team. Um, mm, I can see that. You got Finn Balor, nice. once again, representing. Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Match of the night. Ma- mm. Yeah. Match of the yeah, night. Maybe, yeah, maybe match of the night, but I got my hand. Nah, Finn, Finn can't Balor. take this L. I got DQ. <laughs> I got Balor. Oh, DQ. Oh. I don't see Matt Riddle losing. I don't see Finn Balor losing. Ooh, that's, that's oh. a good match. That that's a, a good match. Right? Oh, shit, you just the curveball. I was right. like, what? That's true. <laughs> that's Yo, true. first of all, shout out to Matt Riddle for always wrestling and popping up out of, out of his flip-flops. I think Yo, that is shout out. the, the dopest way he shit ever. Up really them flip-flops. Like, I, don't need, ran, I don't need them to change that at all. No, don't change that shit. He ran up on fucking Finn Balor last week on NXT. And jumped had out one pit. slipper still on, one slipper still on. It was fucking him up. I was like, "Yo, this is, this is gold." Um, and then once again, we have what is what we're all there for is war games. Uh, we have. Uh, I'll start off with the guys because the last one is the most important one, of course. Um, well, we have Team Undisputed, where we have Adam Cole as Captain, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, and Colorado versus Tommaso Ciampa as Captain Captain, Keith Lee. Um, Dominic, I never know how to say his fucking last name. Djakovic. That shit is hard. Djakovic. Dominic, y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) And I guess tonight they will announce who the last team member of Team Champa. I don't want them to announce it tonight. Let them announce it at War Games. Um, but as, um, but tonight's NXT, it will be, um, I think it's, um, Adam Cole versus Dominic in the latter match to give who will have the advantage mm. for NXT War Games. Um, so who do you guys have? I mean, once again, this is Undisputed Era's kind of territory. Like, they've been killing it in War Games, um, whether it's a win or a lose. They've been in every single War Game since they started the last two years. So who do you guys see? Do you see Team Undisputed Era or Team Champa taking the W out of War Games? I think I will have to go with Team Champa. Same. Becky showed up on NXT. Ah! No, why would you do that? Oh my god! Why would you do that? I quit. I'm I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Bro, the fuck? You guys will be alright. We missed that. Yo, you always he does. Yo, they always do this shit to me. You supposed to say spoiler alert before you say the shit. You're supposed to say spoiler alert before you say your shit. You know the rules. Why would you do that? Anyway, Champa, Champa. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, ladies. Champa. Spoiler. I'm gonna go use the bathroom because he just got me upset. Wait, no, we're going to talk about the no, most important match. No, I know. Match. I'm not moving. Um, who's winning? Oh. Undisputed Era or Champion? You're supposed to be focusing, and then you stand out and say spoiler alert. And you're throwing out spoilers. God damn it. No. Come on, Wilkins. I know it's your show, but still. <laughs> um, No, it's it's Chompa. Okay. He's he's come back, so they have to, they got to put him over. And yeah. I feel like what Finn did to Gargano, it will, oh, DQ for her. I mean, I'm still Finn Balor, but... Gargano's gonna come back in this fucking Matt Riddle Finn Balor. Yeah, because I guess they've been. I've been reading about because I was like, where the fuck has Gargano been? But he's he ain't been, been that hurt. But but that's what they were saying. Like I read, like he has some type of neck injury mm. and he been out and blah blah blah. But I once again, I don't trust wrestling, so I think right, it's a right, work. Right. Um, so we'll see on Saturday night. And then last but not least, the first. This is what got me to buy a plane ticket to go to Chicago for twenty four hours. We need to get the, our bread up. The right. female. Just go get plane ticket. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta finesse it. A little right. bit because right. girl, my ticket was under two hundred dollars round trip. Oh, nice. I hear that. Um, but the first, and I repeat, the first ever 
Women's War Games is happening this Saturday in Chicago at the Allstate Arena. And we have Team Shayna Baszler, which consists of um, Shayna Baszler as NXT champion, um, Io Sherrod, Bianca Belair, and Kaylee Ray, who is the current reigning defending NXT UK Women's Champion, versus Team... Rhea Ripley, who is the Captain, and along with Miss Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, and bumass Candice LeRae. Um, <gasps> I said what I said. Damn. I said what I said. Um, ladies, because clearly we're gonna get to the gentlemen. But ladies, right. do we have Teen Shayna Baszler or do we have Teen Rhea Ripley winning war games? This is a. I think it's hard. It's this hard because hard. you got two like, champions like, on can, one can team. Can everybody just win for me? Come right. on, yeah, this, this is a win-win so for all hard. of us. How about that? It is very true. It because, is a win-win. And, and to me, I, I've always told the boys for like I feel like the past year. I said the little girl in me. I mean, you was a WWE girl growing up for me. I was a WCW girl. I'm not even going to hold you. So to me, War Games screams mm, dusty. Yep. It screams um, doing something different. It screams just so many different things of that era. So to me, as the little girl that grew up watching WCW, to me, it was super important to see War Games live. But they took it up a notch when they added the all-female yeah. shit. I was like, oh, oh damn. So I got to be there for that. I was there for evolution. You know what's crazy? I, was like, I, be there. I knew it was going to happen because once they all came no out clue. and started writing, and then the crowd kept yelling, War Games, War Games. And then um, Regal was just like, you know what? War games. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. Yo, I literally, it. I think literally that moment I was looking at flights. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I gotta go. But all right, listen, Team Ripley. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't decide. Like, I really can't decide. I feel like, of course, my bitch, Bianca. <laughs> But I don't like Baszler. Like I, I'm so drawn. I'm I've, so torn. I've grown a love for Baszler because I can appreciate. Pete only loves Baszler because done. Baszler responded to our tweet about her being a part of the fake. Oh yeah, I came women. for her and then she responded. Yeah, that's why she <laughs> loves. You sure did. That's respect, no, but I that's grew. Respect. I grew to love her what o- did she over say? time. She was, um, just, she was like, they got the cosign first, and da 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 da. You yeah, know what the usual fake four horsewomen horse say. Women you know, like, we say. know who the real four horsewomen are. They, what they usually <laughs> say. But she responded though. But she responded yeah. though. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. All right. It's not that I don't like Baszler. I just want her not to be champion anymore so that she, she has can, to be. No, because I need them to do something with the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen, period. feel like this is leading well, up to that. Girl, Ron, well, not, maybe not your girl, but Rhonda, you know. She, Rhonda, my girl, but you know, I'm a. She ain't feeling it. She, I don't think it, I don't know what happened. Nah, I feel like. Any other two ones, I just, I feel like are irrelevant. So but they like beat she, up, they no, but time. they beat up Charlotte and Becky. They beat him up on Monday. We saw when they came, so that's that's it right there. I really don't know, and I'm, my prediction is usually spot on, but I'm really torn between this right war game. Right. It's Shayna, yeah, Shayna's Shayna. If you're giving Champa the W for the guys, I'm gonna have to you give it. Gotta to give it to Baszler yeah. for the women, and they have two champions on a team. Like I, them losing would be kind of crazy, a little bit. But um, so then once again, um, be at Le- the boys will be at Legends. You can catch NXT War Games this Saturday, and then this Sunday we are coming down to Survivor Series, um, the last big four of 2019. Um, we're gonna go through this real quick. So we have the which I think is going to be legit the match of the night. We have the United States Champion AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. versus the Intercontinental Champion Nakamura versus Roderick Strong I by far think it's going to be the match of the night who do you think is going to win 
AJ. 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 Okay. We have the Royal Tag Team Champions of the Viking Raiders, who I still think is Viking experience, but whatever. Um, you got the SmackDown, newly SmackDown Tag Team Champions of the New Day versus the NXT Tag Team Champions of Undisputed Eras, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. NXT. I say New Day. I'm going, I'm going with New Day as well. New Day. Um, <laughs> I said that real low, y'all know. <laughs> yeah, you did. After they celebrated with us, sis. Right. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Viking Raiders. Like though, they they're climb right now. Like nobody Yo, expected one, them to win. What is the one that's married to Sarah Logan? That's the one that wears the blonde hair. Thank you. And that shit is like sleek. It's everywhere. Like, I never know that's his name. That's some good leaving condition. Yo, I like. never know his name and I always <laughs> want to post that shit on our Facebook group. Like, yo, this nigga is long weave. It's, it's like slick. slick. Where you got your bundles from? Right. Like, that shit annoys me. Like, it's like, how the fuck is your hat sleeker than bitches hair on the right. roster? That shit bothers me every week, but whatever. But I have to go with them because they're pushed right now. Like, nobody really wants to see them drop. All right, right so we have spoiler alert over here. We have the NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler versus the Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. Which I will say, Becky's best promo was against Shayna Baszler on that Raw. Yeah, we'll give her that. Yep. Um, versus SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. I'm Team Bailey. You said who? You said Bailey. Me too. I'm with Bailey. I am going to go with. Sadly, the man Becky Lynch. I'm so sorry. It it, it hurts me to say that. I shit, bet it does. She is probably gonna win, but I don't want her. Um, we have the NXT Championship being defended on Survivor Series. We have Adam Cole as champion, and he and once again, you guys all think Pete Dunne will be the challenger. So if it is Pete Dunne, will Adam Cole retain, or will he be dropping to Pete Dunne? Retain. He'll retain. Yeah, he'll retain because Pete Dunne's gonna no go matter back to who UK. it is. Okay. Uh, we have the. Um, I'm gonna leave the Survivor Series elimination match last. Um, we have the Universal Championship, the Fiend. Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. The Fiend. The Fiend. The Fiend, unfortunately. DQ. Mm. I'm going that route because I said this. I said this last week. If they play it right, this can go all the way to Tampa. If Facts. they play Facts. it right Facts. with Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt. That shit can go all the way to Tampa at WrestleMania. Um, and then we have the WWE um, Championship match. No holds barred announced this past Monday on Raw where it will be Brock Lesnar, who is champion, versus Mr. 619 Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, yeah. Rey Mysterio will win. And I put... Man, listen. The spirit of Eddie is, is, is going to come back to Ray. Just like when he won that... He what was it? That Royal Rumble? Yeah, I, I That's said... That's it. I said that. That's no, it. It was... The, it was um, no way out. It was no way out. No way out when it was Eddie versus um, Brock Lesnar, and he beat Brock Lesnar for the title. And I always said that. I said, ever since. No, no, no. I'm talking about when Ray Mysterio oh, when after he Eddie won the died. Rumble. Yes. yes. Okay, when That's he came back. Yes, about. yes, yes. Um, and then, okay, so then we have our traditional Survivor Series matches. I'll start off with the women we have on Raw. Um, Charlotte as team captain, Oscar, Kyrie Sane, Natalia, and Sarah Logan. I think it's a very interesting pick that they picked Sarah Logan. I'm happy to see her back, I think though. it's very interesting. Um, and then we have SmackDown, Sasha Banks as team captain with Carmella Dana Brooke, which I'm actually glad she's on the team. Um, Lacey Evans and Nikki Cross. Um, the NXT roster has not announced their um, picks yet. Their picks yet. Um, but real quick, who do you think will be on the NXT team? Mm. Um, That's hard. That's that hard. is hard. I say Tony, Tony Storm, Storm is yep. one. Mm-hmm. Um, Dakota. Dakota. Bianca. Another one. Bianca's on Team Baszler. Why would she be on Survivor? But that's War but Games. That's, that's oh, yeah. War right, right, right. Bianca. Um, and then I would have Rhea Ripley. Rhea. Yeah. 
Um, and then, um, but who do you guys have? NXT, SmackDown, or Raw winning for the women's elimination? I want SmackDown. Though. Raw's winning. Charlotte's Raw's on there. winning because Charlotte's on there. <laughs> and Charlotte has a Survivor Series streak. Really? I believe. Okay. I, believe. I think that's what they announced on Raw. We, you can go back and fact check me, but I believe that's what no, they announced no, on Raw. I'm definitely going to go with um, the NXT brand um, winning the women's. Um, Survivor Series, and I think it'll very it'll it'll be a lesson learned to the main roster women. I think that's just what that could be the route they're going. I don't know. And then last but not least, we have the men's Survivor Series team once again. Um, Raw with Seth Rollins as team captain, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet. On paper, that shit is the best team I've seen in such a yeah. long time. Then we got Team SmackDown. You got Roman Reigns. Um, sign up. We did not talk about that fucking dog on SmackDown. That shit was mad funny. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> that, that shit, it was corny, but it was funny as fuck to me. What dog? Uh, I miss SmackDown. Oh, they, oh, they had, came at your boy. Yeah. All right, right. Oh. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Don't tell me. I'm going to send you that link. Easy. All right, please do. Um, so we have, once again, Roman Reigns is team captain on SmackDown. Um, Shorty G. King. Um, I hate that Corbin, name for him. I fucking love it. It's so marketable. I hate that I don't name care. for him. It's it is so marketable. marketable. Um, we have King Corbin, Mustafa Ali, and Braun Strowman. And then the NXT guys have not once again been announced for Survivor Series. Who do you guys real quick think will be on the team? Um, Undisputed and Matt Riddle. I'm dead. <laughs> I see Champa. No, Champa, ba- Balor. I see, they better not put Champa. I see, I see Swerve. That I can see. I see... Leo. I can see Leo being Rush, put on there. Keith. I can see, I can see Riddle. What if Velveteen Dream come back? And I said that I said that on our big four. (gasps) But he's but he's battling some back injury shit that they talking about once again on Trust Wrestling. So I don't know if it's true or not. But I do think that'll be the greatest way to bring back Velveteen Dream would have him be the Survivor Series team member. Um so who do you guys have for the men's? As much as this hurts me to say. I'm going with Team Raw. It's the best fucking team on paper on right now. On paper. And, and I, Team SmackDown cannot get along right about now. King Corbin has come for Shorty G, Roman Reigns because The Rock embarrassed him, Mustafa Ali, they're, they're shafting him a little bit. And you got Braun Strowman. Like, they're using Braun Strowman. Like, they used Big Show back in, like, 97, 98. Like, dead. it doesn't. <laughs> and I, as much as I love Roman Reigns, I'm sorry. I got to go to chill, brother, bro. I'm We'll talk about. I it think later. it's gonna be smart. I think they're purposely making it look like a dysfunctional family that will mm. come together for for that one night. Y'all already know. I've already announced this on our Facebook group. If y'all think for a moment that Randy Orton is not gonna stay here and be the sole survivor <laughs> on Sunday night, y'all don't know, y'all don't know the Viper. Like y'all I don't know the Viper. Right, right. Can um, we play Randy Orton music, please? <laughs> No. Please. <laughs> Please. We got to end the show, girl. Well, I want to personally thank, on behalf of the Jabba Tears podcast, for those wrestling girls for joining Impromptu. Thank you. Impromptu. Impromptu. This is, so, this fun. is so funny. I feel like this is something we've always actually talked about, you guys right. coming on the show and didn't know how to do it because we were recording on the same days yeah. and blah, blah, blah. All you had to do was just say hi. Look what happened. But yeah. <laughs> right, right, See, it's, right. All, it's all about who you so know. About who you so, know. Um, real quick, girls, you guys can plug you so that everyone that's watching on our live feed can find you guys. So you can find us at Those Wrestling Girls on Instagram and Facebook, T Wrestling Girls on Twitter. And if you want to follow our personal Twitters, I'm at Krista D. Bryant. She's at Queen 3 underscores PR. Instagrams mm-hmm. is Miss underscore Chrissy. Hers is the same, Queen P- 3 underscores PR. Follow our Patreon. Subscribe, subscribe to our on Patreon, YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. Please support We're everywhere. the girls. Um, and once again, I thank you guys for having me on your show not too long ago. Of course. We're going to have fun. you again. That episode is out. Yeah, okay. Go watch show? it. 
Huh? Not yet. No. Not yet. No. Not you yet. trying to be the first man on the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to go to Mr. Black. I got to go to Mr. Black. Oh, I see. Oh, see. Okay. They represented Mr. Black today. Okay. Uh, but yeah, shout again, out to Mr. Black. Yes, thank yes, you yes. girls so much for jumping in of on course. such very, very short notice. But we yes. appreciate it. It was a fun Survivor Series episode. Um, Sir Wilkins, any last words before we do sign off? This is the hardest theme song in WWE right now. It sure is. Make sure y'all come to Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. Party Their parties are the best. Those best Make girls sure will come. be at you UN go. Party Survivor Series. That's it. Um, once again, I am Janelle from HR here with Sarah Wilkins. And, and, and those wrestling girls joining us, hashtag Black Excellence, hashtag We're Out. Yes.